This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is the awful and awesome entertainment rap episode 126. This is Rajesh Sen and this is Abhinandan Sekri bringing you a fantastic episode for a change where we have watched a lot of stuff and Rajshree has not been slacking for a change. Congratulations Rajshree Sen. As in Rajeshree has told you where the show is so that you know which side to open and watch it. Otherwise my slacking is just that that I just name the show but I don't tell you where it is streaming. Very right? funny. So we have actually watched <laughs> Sacred Games season 2 that has been the biggest release over the last week. It was a film with such amazing releases that the same week once upon a time in Hollywood was also released. So, मैं एडा एक्साइटेड मैं एडा एक्साइटेड मैं एडा एक्साइटेड हनीमून पैकेज बुक करा ले आए डी नो वे दैट कोट इज फ्रॉम फ्रॉम हनी मून ट्रेवल्स प्राइवेट लिमिटेड माइंड हंटर सीजन टू सो मेनी ब्यूटिफुल सॉन्ग बाय बेंगोली सिंगर Yeah, a band called uh, Euphoria. Yeah, and they are also cashing on on the whole patriotism thing. Uh, I quite like the song, but we'll talk a little more about it. Yeah, and we also have an ad campaign called OK Cupid. Called OK Cupid means that's the brand's name. That's the product. Product yeah. is OK Cupid. Product. So uh, you can tell us what it's about. I'll just tell you what I could or could not make of the ad. And for charity, we are also going to be reviewing. what apparently is a trailer it's not really a trailer it's a single shot about 20 some seconds of uh, what's his name it's Seth. a moving picture he does one thing something yeah happened. and then he says something try to sound intense but he ends up sounding like me because i don't have the voice to sound intense it's this yeah, nasal so slightly jealous of him god i'm so jealous of him so <laughs> who is him we will know as we get into this episode but first i would like to plug pay to keep news free whatever platform you listen to this podcast to us on from do rate us highly give us a five star rating write a favorable review because then more people will discover us and when more people discover us they will subscribe to news laundry because we on newslaundry.com which is our website have reportage we have video we have stories and we don't take advertisements we only survive on subscribers payments and we primarily deal in news and when the public pays the public is served without the public paying for news news will die it'll only serve to large corporations or politicians so do subscribe on newslaundry.com and tell others about our podcast and our website as well rajshree sen what do you want to start with shall we start with sacred games because let's do that safe's in it oh that's why let's go <laughs> So what did you think of season 2? Did you you like season 1, right? Absolutely. I loved it. I thought it was the best uh, Indian show I've seen ever. And season 2 also I think is the second best Indian show I've seen ever. Really? You liked it that much? I didn't think it was as good as season 1. I think it was a lot weaker, but at the same time it was better than anything else India's produced. I mean the only thing that's yeah. better than that is season 1 of Sacred Games. So yeah, I I mean I I can go into a little more detail a little later. But uh, what was different this time was that the directors were one director was the same as last time, which is Anurag yeah. Kashyap, and the second director was Neeraj Gewan, who is who also from Masan. Yeah, he was also at the Media Rumble last year, not yes. this year. Yes, 
and he's yeah. very uh, interesting to hear mm. speak because it's not necessary just that just because you make great cinema you can speak well but mm. he's actually interesting to listen to but uh, so this one has new characters in it this season so there's kalki is in it kalki keklin kekla kekla that's how she pronounces it oh mm. so well informed i'm like that only with that then there's pankaj tripathi who we see a jhalak of in the last season hmm. and ranveer shori is here and there's uh, surveen chawla who plays jojo And she is the one who also we finally get to meet his ex-wife or fiance whoever she was uh, Saif's who is very pretty how the She's wife beautiful. yeah i thought you'd find her pretty why did you think i'd find her pretty because because i thought so because she is my type she is you have many types Ma- you're very friendly my, my, my type <laughs> is anyone who's not a guy <laughs> and you, you, yeah, you can let me complete a sentence before you come in you know that's that's a more efficient way of communication <laughs> see Uh, What so, is your type? No, I was just saying, <laughs> and, and never mind. So, uh, so she was great. I thought Ranveer Shori was wasted. He's a phenomenal actor in my view. Yeah, he's one of the best we have. His role did not require anything much. Uh, also, I did not get the entire. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but I didn't get his motivation, considering they go into his family's flashback, and so I didn't know why he was what he was. The one thing that I found even in season one was, you know, the character Jojo, hmm. uh, Gaitonde, and uh, the raw official, that woman. They, yeah, they who talk very good actually. Yeah, but they talk the same way. So I mean, when the character was written, if you exchange their lines, anyone could be anybody. You know, Jojo also said, "Hey, Gandhu, hey, Benchit, pagal hai kya?" Even oh, Gaitonde talks. Way, like, so yeah. all three talk exactly the same way. And that was one of the things, like, you know, Guruji has his own way of talking, or certain characters you know that line belongs to that character if i saw four lines and i didn't see which character was mouthing them if i was seeing the script yeah. those lines could have been jojos those lines could have been gaitondes or those lines could have been that raw official because yeah. all of them talk the same way with the you know gandu bhenchod macho who's amruta subhash who you've seen before in other i was yeah. trying to find the only thing name. is jojo doesn't like bhen ki gali yeah and we realize why this time because you're going to a flashback yeah exactly but so i felt the story didn't really come together i felt the entire guruji thing if you followed because i'm a little odd and i follow all these cults and all it's too much so that tea that they keep giving drink the tea drink the tea it's from the jonestown cult where they used to drink the kool-aid they used to say so the cult leader had used to have this special drink which his followers used to drink and basically die after that and so i just felt there were too many things which were borrowed or maybe it's supposed to be like that But that you get the, from real life you borrow yeah i don't i just didn't feel the last three episodes we won't get into what the clincher is in those three episodes i felt it was too stretched as in it it was not plausible anymore Okay. That's um, where I felt the problem was. So, um I thought the weakest link again is Saif in the whole series. Of I course. I think he I mean since Gaitonde carries it on his shoulders and you have such amazing performers. I'm just saying if you had someone of, you know, uh, this guy what's who plays Gaitonde? Um uh, uh, Nawazuddin. Nawazuddin's caliber, an actor of that caliber or Om Puri or a Nasir caliber or even a Irfan Khan caliber. 
imagine where this show could have been the second thing is the one weak point that i found mm-hmm. was the the writers had not quite closed the loop was after saif's thumb is cut i tweeted this out how does he do puni but someone explained to you no that person I... is talking nonsense because that person clearly has never done puni that person says you can do puni with even if but you have one thumb missing but explain what puni is there are so people who don't know puni is when you tie a safa now if you've seen now if you see some like siddhu okay or think of or general jj singh you know when he was the chief of army staff you remember the pugs they're yeah. very well tightly tied now think of uh, surjit uh, the badal uh, what's his name the badal sahab mm-hmm. uh, prakash singh badal's pug huh. it looks like he's just kind of just put it on his head and walked out of his hmm. bedroom now to tie a pug and saif's was very well tied it was a very beautifully tied pug that pug the the safa which the safa is the 6 yard cloth or however many yards yeah. it is you have to really tightly when you do a pony it's very tightly held you got to pull it really hard hmm. and anyone who's been to boarding school will know how to do pony because we all have sardar friends yeah. and when we're getting late for dinner we all help them tie the pug and pony you cannot do that unless both your thumbs are completely how long does it take to tie a turban well depends on how much of an expert you are but forget that just to do the puni you can't do it if you don't have a left thumb and in this thing when he goes to that kalki ke class suddenly he's wearing a new safa it's beautiful then he goes home and goes then it's a beautiful new safa his safa is always well tied i'm thinking pehn diya teri puni kaun kar raha hai mainu eh to das tu pehle no also when there's a scene with uh, where his uh, turban is off hmm so after his turban was off and he did whatever he did see how we are trying not to give spoilers i want people to notice this i couldn't be vaguer I than hope, i am i hope they send you flowers for being so generous yeah. actually send you're a gentleman squire sorry you're a lady <laughs> i keep forgetting okay then <laughs> so when his turban is off who puts the turban back on that time is what i was thinking that's the thing right it's as assumed him but that's my point if it's him how do you do the puni and how do you tie such a beautiful but turban but he can do yeah he said because he's safe of course he's he can so do so cool so other than him being the weakest link the other thing that uh, i found was that they've left the end like hanging because uh, season 3 because but the thing is i don't think a season 3 can you i mean you have to pull out some brilliant writing and they had have brilliant writers i mean while it's based on vikram chandra's book not dnt vikram chandra but hmm. the other vikram chandra's book sacred games it's they've changed a lot i believe i haven't read the, the book the second so i've read the book the second season has nothing to nothing do with to the book so uh, although they have brilliant writers like varun grover dhruv narang nihet bhave and pooja tulani um, this is these are the people who adapted it and it's been written hmm. by dhruv narang i do think the kind of rabbit you going to have to pull out of a hat for a season 3 is because the loops of all characters are closed hmm. there's nothing that is left hanging that i want to know about i'm done with the characters i'm done with gaitonde i'm done with swami ji i'm done with saif i was done in episode 2 only i'm done with everybody i really don't have any curiosity about any of them left so i'm not sure how they can do a season 3 but they've left the ending in a way that you know they they could and uh, there was too much of back and forth in this one mm-hmm. so you kind of lost the thread after a while i just thought it was a bit too confusing it wasn't as clean as it could have been but what i loved about it was a the performances are brilliant the story is really good and i think it's really well written it's not easy to write so many characters and so many parallel tracks happening i think it was done beautifully 
I think the hat tip to Kangana Ranaut and Ram Gopal Verma was fantastic. I don't know whether you realized. Yeah. It's very short scenes, but you know who they're talking about. They've taken a dig at both these people, and I thought it was very beautifully done and accurate. Um, so all in all, I would highly recommend it. But the first episode of season two is really bad. So the problem is that. If you are not a committed viewer like you and I, Rashi, yeah, you won't sit. You through. won't go through. Se- so, but my, I would urge sit through season uh, through season two, episode one, which is the weakest episode. But episode two onwards, it picks up. So I feel you're more favorably inclined to it. Hmm. I really like. I had to make myself finish the entire. Like since I'd watched six step episodes, I felt now I've watched six hours. Watch two more hours, like a, so. I it wasn't like season one where I watched it. Like I loved season one absolutely, mm. and in spite of Seif being in this, I found it a drag. I see. Well, Rajshri Sen, that's so much for what's it called, Sacred Games. Before we move on to everything, since we are on the subject of Seif, let's just get this <laughs> Lal Kaptan done with. Something called Lal Kaptan is being released on the 11th of October, and they've released what they are claiming is a trailer. It's not really a trailer. It's about forty or thirty seconds it's too a long. It's a teaser. It's a teaser. It it well, it just didn't it didn't tease me. It fucking irritated me. That's so it's it's an irritator. It's not a teaser. That's because you're just you've taken you've decided you're not going to like him, so you're not going to like anything he does. Even if he acted in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, if Tarantino cast him, you would say what a stupid idea this was. So otherwise, if Tarantino cast him, it would be a great idea. You're saying? Yeah, because Tarantino is not going to cast someone who's not talented. Na? So which is why he's never cast him. <laughs> he doesn't know of Seif. If he knew of Seif, he'd cast him. <laughs> anyway, can we just get so into Lal Kaptan? So this uh, film, Lal Kaptan, is uh, directed by Navdeep Singh, and it's produced by Anand Elrai. And uh, I think it will be very good. He plays a Naga Sadhu. Just this itself that someone thought we are going to make a film about a Naga Sadhu who should be cast, and they chose Saif Ali Khan, who looks intensely into camera and says this. Har Ram Kapna Ravan, Har Ram Kapna Dasira. Get it? So, her Ram ka apna Ravan, her Ram ka apna oh, dasera. That's what he's. I thought he said, her Rat ka Ravan Ravan, her her nalle ka. So I swear. Envious, don't be anyway, like that. So A, that voice does not sound like like I could never sound menacing. A because I have a very soft heart, I'm a gentle <laughs> soul, but also because I have a shit voice. I have like a slightly you know mids. They know this is correct. Dips, hai na? I agree. So. Seth's voice is like mine. So A, you no, should not try to... No, this I don't agree. So A, you should not sound menacing because you can't sound menacing. B, don't look in the camera and look intense because you can't look... It's like when Fardin Khan tried to look intense, he said, you're like... But he looked jau. intense when he was buying coke in that ATM, this thing. You when saw? he was telling, of course, everyone saw that video. I didn't see. Why are you saying the yeah. video where and he it, is buying coke shadily? So can we move on from Lal Kaptan now? I think all of us should watch Lal Kaptan. It's releasing on 6th September 2019. Okay. I feel this is my PSA I that I should do. I think it's releasing 11th Oct- October 2019. That's what my trailer I mean, says. My one is saying, say, just yeah. keep going to the hall. At some Did point it will release. Na? Just, just, just go. Just sit outside <laughs> yeah. like a Naga Sadhu. I'd say we are from Naga Kota. <laughs> anyway, so fuck that. Yeah, that's really mean. What would you like to discuss next? 
well, let's just go with this email that has come yes. from a loyal subscriber, Prakash. Since you're on the subject of self. <laughs> so Prakash says, Hi Anil team, long time subscriber, love your work. In the last two episodes, Rajshri recommended Ek Hasina Thi and Khoon Bhari Mang. And now it makes sense why. At the cost of sounding patronizing, she was just too young when those films were made and Hindi film industry was going through a shitty phase. I was too. Early 2000s had all these useless star sons, daughters, including Saif, whose only tolerable role was in Omkara, being launched in shit films. And around that time, something like Ek Hasina Thi was made. And I am the same age group as Rajshri. And at that time, it did feel like a good film. But now I have no doubt it was because of all the stinking <laughs> crap around it. Same goes for Khunvari Mang. It's quite an ordinary revenge film, barely held together by a couple of tolerable songs and Rekha's presence. And no wonder 11-year-old in 1988 liked it. That was probably the target demographic. Late 80s too had a phase of shit films being made and the most successful director then was Subhash Khai. So that says a lot about that era. <laughs> Masoom on the other hand is definitely a good film but it came in the early 80s when parallel cinema still had some following. And Shekhar Kapoor has credited Eric Siegel's book verbally if not in the film credits. Here is his interview. Uh, uh, You've written this letter? Prakash, very funny. Prakash has given the link to the interview and yes, he has gone a bit nutty now. So you're right, Prakash. In fact, we've discussed once on um, Awful and Awesome only that 80s and the early 90s was the shittiest phase for Indian cinema because it only had these star sons and daughters like Isha Diol and and Fardeen Khans and it was that like the the which is why even Zayed Zayed Khan, which is why the, uh, people like Sunil Shetty and Akshay Kumar were like the hit jodi. I mean. People would compare them to like the Amitabh Bachchan and you know, what's his name? Shashi Kapoor, Amitabh Bachchan, Vinod Khanna, Jodi, the Parvarish and Sohag and all. I'm like, these two jokers, Akshay and Sunil, like seriously, but because the rest of the stuff was so bad, it had people like Saif and all. Anyway, <laughs> so so let's move on to the other online, Mindhunter. Because we'll get into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood after a little warm-up because it just left me so satisfied like all Quentin films that I really want to dig my teeth into it. But tell us about Mindhunter season 2, Rajshri Sen. I was about to say, tell us about my Mindhunter 2, Saif. That's, that's how much I have started internalized Saif. You and Saif have become one. Ek jaan ho tum. I wish, God, for cutie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, God, as I was saying. Yeah. So I'd reviewed Mindhunter season 1. Oh, you've already done it. So Which is before on? your time. Keep quiet. Two years back. So season two is out now. And it is, if you have even the slightest interest in serial killers or psychology or criminology, or even if you don't, if you just like a well-scripted <laughs> <laughs> well show, you should watch this. It's on Netflix. Have you got somebody holding? Someone you can't catch? This person you're after, he has an overwhelming fantasy life. Fantasies of what he's done, what he wants to do. How do we catch a fantasy yet? If he's any good. Mindhunter is set in 1977 when the FBI had set up the Behavioral Sciences Unit, it's called. It was set up to find out why mass murderers, as in anyone who's... So it was anyone who's committed more than one murder. And there was a spate of serial killers at that uh, point. What makes them tick? Understanding what makes a serial killer tick. And in fact, it's a behavioral... Talk. We'll ignore that very poor joke. And in fact, it's the Behavioral Science Unit which coined the term serial killers. 
there was no concept of serial killers before that and the last season had them so basically each episode they meet a different serial killer there are two main people and based on uh, someone who was uh, his name was Holden like the names are Holden Ford and Bill Tench but they are based on real people and uh, they used to go and meet each of these serial killers and conduct interviews with them but you don't really see any killings so it's very different from so then why why did you like it because you have that macabre sense of yeah, that blood I do. and gore no because it's really interesting one is that all the interviews are real interviews which took place so the transcripts are yeah so it's sort of similar to they've so obviously so what's great about it it is there's no murdering there's no killing there's no blood it is just fabulous how the fbi decided that there is some like method to the madness of these people and we are going to be able to catch more killers if we just figure out what how their minds tick hmm. and Talk. you meet uh, a whole bunch of like fabulous serial killers these are people you've grown up reading about so son of sam matlab paglon ki mehfil mein inka naam bade adab se liya jata hai jab aap aur aapki saheliyan baith ke baatein karti hain to jaise jab मैं और मेरे दोस्त बैठ के शराब पीते तो गालिब का नाम बड़ी अदब से लिया जाता है आपके यहाँ चार्ल्स मैनसन टेड बंडी सो टेड बंडी यू मीट टेड बंडी यू मीट बी टी के बाइंड टॉर्चर किल गाय गेट कॉट टिल टू थाउजेंड एंड फिफ्टीन नाउ ही जस्ट फैब्यूलसली डन एंड इट्स that conversation so each episode deals with one serial killer so there are overlaps there's one okay. guy who is basically the link who gives them the clues on what like you know like you when you meet him you should talk to him about this because and charles manson the reason why the uh, person who plays charles manson in once upon a time in hollywood is the same person who plays him in uh, mine hunter as well so he landed both roles which is interesting because they were both being released at the same time the also. casting director did economies to scale no jaise ek casting mein दो क्लाइंट को खुश कर दिया और दोनों से फीस ले ली इसको कहते हैं इकोनॉमीज़ टू स्केल नो सो लिसन सो डेमन हेरमन प्लेज चार्ल्स मैनसन एंड दिस अदर गाय हु दे मीट सो चार्ल्स मैनसन मैन यू गो टू मीट हिम ही सर ओ हीज बिजी सो द कॉप सर नॉट द कॉप द प्रिजन बॉर्डन सर दट हीज नॉट कमिंग आउट ऑफ हिज रूम of his cell so they said okay fine we'll go and meet the other guy who they know from before the other serial killer who's there so that guy said why have you come to meet me because he's not meeting you guys that's the only reason so they said no no, no we've come to meet you also so he said one tip because sunny the warden comes out and says he's agreed to meet mm. you guys so he said when one tip only he's really really short so when he comes out pretend like you don't notice because he's got a hang up about it and he said i hope you guys have lots of time because all he can do is talk charles manson yeah mm. and you meet the same guy who we meet later who you meet in once upon a time in hollywood tex that guy yeah, yeah. and tex gives his interview as well and he says i manson never committed any of these murders we committed the murders and i believed in what i did mm. and i still don't blame him for it and you know they were so taken up by him 
and you get that and all these people which I get when we talk about once upon a time in Hollywood I tell you but it is fabulous it is very well scripted all right and uh, and it touches on many things the Atlanta child murders as you were saying which weren't so black one is that you meet the first black serial killer because there weren't any black yeah, serial most, killers fact, uh, I think what 90% of the serial killers recorded are white men between the ages of 20 and 35 or some shit like that that was the so the atlanta trial murders in fact they say this uh, that it's most probably uh, they are meeting these families right these black families whose children have been taken and not all of their bodies were found so they say it is a black man who's doing it because it can't be a white man because these children have all been picked up in broad daylight from pure black neighborhood so they said if a white man came in everyone would, would notice, notice right. and the black families don't want to accept it they say no it's a white man and you just you know that psychology of how they also get from point a to point b is just fabulous you should watch definitely watch it i highly highly recommend okay, maybe it maybe i will rajesh sen when i want to get no more about serial killers but <laughs> so far just interacting with you kind of opens my eyes now you know why i'm the way i am So uh, before we come to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood which is a celebration of cinema let's just go to this thing called Okay Cupid Okay Cupid I will just describe how it's been described in Best Media Info International dating app Okay Cupid has launched its first 360 degree campaign in India titled Find My Kind Ek to ye you know terms like 360 degree ad campaign what is a 360 degree ad matlab campaign matlab print hai online hai tv commercial hai you will also have a digital campaign running up you don't know all these things no, this is how people in advertising make money a conceptual take that reflects indian millennials changing preferences to find my kind versus others kind because indian millennials <laughs> are an informed generation to whom freedom of choice is non negotiable my ass first of all <laughs> This whole thing about this generation, this generation does not know a tenth of as much as they think they know. This I agree with you. They have a very profound take on things they cannot spell. Not that spelling is a virtue, but anyway. Yes, you we get, know that Abhinandan doesn't think it's, it's a virtue. <laughs> as a figure of speech, I'm saying. Yeah. So I saw the ad. I don't understand it, Rajshri Sen. So <laughs> I really don't understand the ad. So they're showing that we लड़के लड़की से मिला रहे हैं. लेकिन ये खुद जाके अपना मैच ढूंढेंगे सो बेसिकली दिस इज दिस इज मॉर एंड एंड इज द मॉडल इन दिस बिस्वा दैट नो नो कॉमिक अरे व्हाट रबीश ही लुक्स टोटली डिफरेंट फ्रॉम बिस्वा व्हाट ऐड हैव यू बॉट दिस वन आई हैव वॉच दिस ही लुक्स एग्जैक्टली लाइक बिस्वा आई जस्ट शो यू हैंग ऑन हियर इज इन दिस बिस्वा आर यू मैड आई एम वेरी लाइक आई थिंक बिस्वा इज वन ऑफ द मोस्ट टैलेंटेड comedians we have but this guy is he looks exactly like biswa no, anyway okay he looks like a very well fed so biswa could have put on weight but anyway no so it's not is him. this okay cupid you go to find my kind doesn't to get married no, or yeah, just to get it's laid like tinder you go to get laid but you keep saying i'm looking for a relationship looking so for friendship so it's respectable tinder so i've been told this by people i know who are on these dating apps i'm impressed that you at least did you know of okay cupid before no you sent me the link so i read you up you did not know of okay cupid no before. but now i want to get on it because he's very pure abhinandan is from that guruji's ashram guruji uh, that's that me. kind of purity I'm only like he has only. Hmm. Hmm. same as guy donde and guruji same way hmm. i have a theory about but i don't know whether it's a spoiler it is a spoiler when to carry on with okay cupid <laughs> tell me why what is 
like so okay. okay cupid they are there's tinder there's hinge you know about hinge no you know about bumble uh, yeah because priyanka chopra launched it oh okay okay and now there's okay cupid there aren't any others tinder, tinder. okay so tell me get okay, on with the fucking so program okay, you're cupid so fucking is, slow at telling no, a story I'm if you ever made a fucking film it would be the it slowest would be it would be a photograph it would be like lal kaptan Oh yes. Let's <laughs> fucking so, move. Listen now. So Tinder is hookup. Okay. Bumble you have to pay some money. Bumble and even Tinder <laughs> it's prostitution. <laughs> it's not you have to pay. <laughs> so what do you mean? That's for As free. Isn't it a membership fee? So oh, I will so you will get people who are I very dedicated. Tinder is free mein. <laughs> Bumble is by some. Mera to ye rate hai. What the fuck? Okay so there you have Not to pay that. okay So okay cupid also I think like okay cupid and all are slightly more evolved so you might actually find a boyfriend and not just a screw Okay so, so now I'm or not or a boyfriend who screws okay. you I'm not I'm not from this generation of whatever millennial Are all our age group is only on this Oh so if I get on this I'll find my You'll uh, find soulmate. a lot of sex I don't know whether you'll find a soulmate because you have a black soul so I don't know whether <laughs> There's someone who you're would so, want to be so with you. <laughs> But anyway, I just find this ad. I don't know what the fuck it meant. It was so long. It was one minute long. <laughs> It's I, one minute. I have no there. idea. Like I like. So basically, what they're saying is an algo. Let a machine figure out because we are such losers that we let a machine figure out. So it's not swipe left, swipe right. Do you like do clothes define character? Yes, no. You answer that question. No, no, but Then, it is some sort of. It's not yeah, so, that. So it's an algorithm, dude. Just listen to me. Let let me finish what I'm saying. So basically, it gives you questions at least from the ad. who chooses for you family me friends then it asks you these kind of questions and then it kind of judges what kind of person you are based on such questions and then it matches you to someone who's shallow or deep or intense yeah. and profound so of course you would be like the shallowest person and on this and you'll be the deep and I'll profound and intense so you'll get zero people so basically. if you're if you're leaving a matching to an algorithm fuck your really sad fucking life so i want to say something a friend of mine who has his own company said this and i felt it was a little extreme he said when i find out that someone who's come for an interview has had an arranged marriage I immediately reject the person because I feel if you can't even choose your own life partner yourself then what decisions will you take for my company so I said what about dating apps everyone's on dating apps. he said that though for sure they'll get rejected then that person has left out a large chunk of the talent pool available in our country <laughs> because if you look at it the other way a lot of people get into arranged marriages just so that they don't upset their parents so in that sense I would hire that person because that person can sacrifice their entire fucking life <laughs> to make someone in authority happy imagine what they do to you that's do true and you. you're paying money and you're paying and them all. also they say agar inhone apni life ki wat laga di so that they don't hurt yeah. mummy papa if i treat them well ye to sala apne sab ki wat laga denge to arrange <laughs> arrange marriage is actually it's the best is a test of i will convey this you must convey it but would you get on okay cupid after saying this you know rajshri i think Next week I'll get on Okay Cupid, Tinder, Tinder and Grinder, whatever, everything I'll get on. Then let's see what happens, and then we'll come you and get on we'll get an we'll have an episode about that. Then will you do it? Let's, I will not. Let me contemplate it. Let me see. My reputation. What is that? Yeah, he's such a so Abhinandan for all his sound and fury. is very like oh what will people say so he <laughs> never get say? on and this then, thing and then huh? i i giggle <laughs> 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 
<laughs> then I'm in the Vico Terminator cat. I'm at the you know behind the Dulhan. <laughs> okay, all those people quiet. running. <laughs> Next week, why don't you get on all these apps? You'll at least get lots of action. I'll fucking do it and show you guys. Okay, let's you move on. You can marry it to someone from Bumble. Done deal. Done once deal. upon a time in Hollywood, we talk about it. But before once upon a time in Hollywood, <laughs> I would just like to pitch News Laundry Sena is the Sena that keeps news independent free on NewsLaundry.com. From time to time, we have reports and stories which require a little more effort and resources and money. This is a deep dive into. most of the media houses broadcast paper and online of who owns them because that determines the kind of news that they do what they cover what the conflicts of interests are so this requires much time energy and effort so do go to news laundry sena you can go to newslaundry.com and click on nl sena it's in the middle right on top and do give us a little money so that we can keep news free and independent On that note, Rajshri Sen, once upon a time in Hollywood. So, Rick, uh, explain to the audience exactly what it is a stunt double does. Actors are required to do a, a lot of dangerous stuff. <laughs> Cliff here is meant to help carry the load. Is that uh, how you describe your job, Cliff? What, carrying his load? Yeah, it's about right. was the best acting I've ever seen in my whole life. Thank you. Rick fucking no. What did you think? So, I thought it was fabulous after a long time I saw a film which was worth watching and it's 2 hours 40 minutes long and you don't feel it at all. No, even that uh, gali mein teri teri gali mein was very satisfying. I don't think it was that great. You're lovely. That's just because it's Hindi and you are one of those Anglophiles. Hey, hey, But Seth wasn't in it, no. Cup of tea with my finger so, in tea. No. Lady, oh, <laughs> darling. Oh, Megan, let's have <laughs> What is this? Let's have tea. <laughs> What is this? I don't know his fucking Who is bit. this person? Is you people like you pretentious like fucking English Can type. you imagine how good Gali Boy would have been if Seth had played Ranveer's role? Think about it all. before you say I'm anything i'm trying not to think about cuz i i i might feel so bad for zoya that someone could even contemplate that so once upon a time in hollywood is made by uh quentin tarantino and it stars leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt who are just brilliant they are so good at what they do it is fabulous and it stars brandy a pitbull Who is oh, that dog, my right. favorite? Who is the only person who won an award at uh, Cannes? No, the only award the film won was won by the dog, the Palm Dog Award. That's only won. because many Pierkias Pomeranian was Pomeranian. not there, was not Pomeranian. nominated. Otherwise, that Pomeranian would have kicked all the Teri Meherbaniya lab. I just want everyone to know that when I shifted to Delhi I realized that this is the moment when I truly loved Delhi when I was sitting in a car with someone and he told me it was a very sweet boy who was on my team and he said what kind of dog do you have you have a labrador <laughs> and you laughed because they said this person doesn't know english and a shallow person no, like you would judge I him on that no i said it's a labrador which is a dog it's not a labrador so maybe it's not, it's not a, a labrador maybe it's like a labrador is a dog <laughs> and a labrador is a dog because that is what i had assume and who the fuck gives a shit about dogs not you since you've killed like three <laughs> and me and two <laughs> just, anyway move on but that's okay hmm 
anyway as i was saying so once upon a time in hollywood is set uh during when sharon tate and roman polanski and charles manson was around and it is a beautiful <laughs> reimagining of history which is what uh Tarantino basically does in some of Often, his films. Often, yeah, very absolutely. Yeah. But so uh, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio is this star who's sort of at the end of ebbing his careers. And not really A-list star. He's not like Clint Eastwood or Dean Martin level star. He's a big television star like Mihir was in Saaz Bikai Bahuthi or you know, that level. I thought you were saying Mihir Sharma. That's why I'm staring no, no. at Mihir's you. What was Mihir's name of Saaz Bikai Bahuthi? Yeah, we don't. Smriti Nani's husband. So he's like a big television star but he's done like side film roles. He's uh, trying to get, oh, get into... Troy. So yeah, yeah, he's like in that kind of zone. So there's no plot to it. It's not a plot-driven film, which makes it even more brilliant. I mean, it, which makes it even more apparent that what a genius, cinematic genius Quentin Tarantino is. Because each scene is a little story in itself, which tells you about those characters. But it doesn't take the plot anywhere. It's not at all plot-driven. And um, the, uh, Brad Pitt is Leo DiCaprio's stunt double. Yeah. Uh, who lives in a trailer. Uh, you know, he's he has a dark past, which you may or may not want to believe. Tarantino doesn't explain it or close that loop. It's up to you, your imagination, what you want to think of that. So there's no plot, but it just takes certain stereotypes or certain obvious, you know, conflicts within showbiz. And in each scene, he kind of... I mean, it's just brilliant. It's very hard also, to describe. Also, the references are very... If you know... Uh, like if you know Hollywood like Rashi obviously does yes, because when she used to go partying <laughs> with with Hugh Grant and Divine Brown on Sunset Boulevard you called me a hooker you called me a hooker those are the Sunset Boulevard what that would is I the, have been doing the, with Divine Brown if I'm not a co-hooker <laughs> hanging with Hugh Grant who's hanging with another hooker <laughs> You, so you know, it's really. So I, please write in and <laughs> okay, let Abhinandan know that he shouldn't speak about me in this manner. No, so if you if you get the pop culture references, it's fabulous. So there's this. Should we give one or two scenes? So Bruce Lee. So you meet a lot of stars of the time. So there's Bruce Lee there. There's Steve McQueen is there. Then uh, as in not they're not acting characters. Are, they are yeah. there as characters. Someone else is playing them. You know, some that people, may, there may be bongs listening, thinking that they're actual... No, bongs are very smart. Okay. And uh, so Bruce Lee and Brad Pitt actually have a face-off in uh, this. And a lot of what's interesting is that every show that they... Every program that they show, that he shows uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is acting in, is an actual show which was taking place at that time. So FBI, that show that it was actually taking place so he's bought the rights Tarantino bought the rights for many of these shows and uh, Luke Perry is in this this is the last film Kurt Russell is in it Kurt Russell is in it Michael Madden who you asked who's that guy who's Kill Bill. in Kill Bill he's also in uh, what is that other hit what eight he's in Reservoir Dogs what also. does Reservoir Dogs have to do with eight there are eight of them in Reservoir Dogs, I think. So that's what you were saying. God, you okay, Like it's never all mind. connected. But uh, the way he links up Charles Manson and the family, basically the Manson family, and to Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, basically they stay on the same road. 
Leonardo DiCaprio, no, Brad not, Pitt. No, not Manson. No, so he's down the road. Spawn Ranch is down, what's down the road from them, where they stay. So Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt doesn't really stay there, but Caprio lives next door to Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate. And if you went down CLO Drive, then Spawn Ranch was at the end of it. Which is where these, the Manson yeah. family. So basically he takes historically accurate characters and situations and weaves his story through those characters and situations in a way that is truly brilliant. Rajshree and I would go so far as to say that Quentin Tarantino, I think, is, if not the best, one of the best filmmakers ever. I think every movie of his is a celebration of cinema. I mean, there are hat tips to cinema in the most, you know, obvious and sometimes the non-obvious ways hmm. of influences. There's a hat tip to, there's pop culture references from cinema. In this film, for example, each scene is built up, there's tension builds up in the scene and then it relaxes yeah. at the end. So each scene is is compelling by itself, though it has nothing really to do with the next scene in the sense that it's not plot driven. So I think it's very difficult to make a film like that. So I think he's just brilliant. And the thing I find about all um, Quentin Tarantino films is he obviously spends a lot of time casting even the smallest role. Yeah. Because even that hippie girl who has a three-minute role, I mean, I can just, she is a hippie girl, you know. Every character is that character. Even I, the other kids, uh, they aren't kids. They are 20s, in their 20s at the ranch. Even the ones without dialogues, each person has, like, and Dakota Fanning plays Squeaky. Squeaky is basically the person who committed the who was one of the main people who committed the murders. Hmm. So she's the one who says that, okay, you can come in and right. meet George. So all the characters at Spawn Ranch are real characters. Histor historically accurate. Yeah, right. and Tex who also... So basically on the night of the Polanski on Sharon Tate's murder, four people had gone and one girl had left and three of them then went in. But the... You know, you don't get the brutality of what these people did. They stabbed them 41 times. Yeah, but what is truly brutal in, like in all Quentin Tarantino films, is he takes violence to the next level. When Kill Bill was released, you know, it's the first time you saw like blood it. being spurting out like that. In this, he's again taken violence to a level which is really... And the sound effects of when you're punching someone's face and that the cartilage becomes pulp and goes... Pitch, pitch, pitch. Yeah. He, he takes it to that level. Uh, but... You know what I find, you know, I was having an argument actually with my sister a, a week ago because of uh, longer about Article 15. Hmm. Well, that the film. film. Uh, the film. Yeah. And I was, saying, was a, saying a lot of the criticism of it that it, you know, shows it has such a, you know, the Brahmin is the only one who will save the, the Dalits or the other castes. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't, it's not empowering in any way. And I thought it was an overwork critique or criticism mm. because he's showing things. That's how they are. Yeah. And what my sister said is that the thing about cinema is it it can take a context of as it is, but take it where it isn't. And mm. that is what cinema can do. And I didn't understand at the time. But now that I watched this film and, I, and then I remember what he did with Inglorious Bastards, mm. he takes historically accurate situations yeah. and takes them that it could have been this. Yeah. And I think that is where um, Indian filmmakers, the realist ones, that we will see this like There's no... If it's like this, context like this, but what can happen? And 
So I really think that Quentin Tarantino is the quintessential filmmaker. There's no one better. It's just fabulous, and you should watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and then watch Mine Hunters because all the characters who we meet in Once Upon a Time, at least the Manson family characters, you meet their actual what they are really like and why they were in prison and what their views were, and uh, it is just horrific what these people had done. But uh, the film is uh, like a riot, absolutely. It's really a fun ride, almost. And also, um, he he uses music so brilliantly. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone uses music so as well we as him. So we didn't realize, and then when Maybe I was didn't. reading, I may have realized. You definitely didn't realize okay. that some of the songs which are used are the songs which Charles Manson wrote. So those in Span Ranch when the Background music is the song that Charles Manson. But had some written. of those songs that he plays are very well-known songs. So Charles Manson didn't write those songs. Some of them, na. Okay. You so, don't know. And the one thing that <laughs> I and Rajshri Sen have a disagreement over in the scene that has, you know, Bruce Lee. This guy Brad Pitt refers to Bruce Lee as Kato. Yeah. Now I thought that was a racist term because it was a reference of in the Pink Panther series. Professor, uh, detective, what's his name? He's got a French name. Crusoe. Detective Crusoe. Inspector Crusoe has this man Friday who's from you know some he's Oriental so China. I don't know whether his name in the in the film is Cato, and he's told to come and attack yeah, him. Yeah. So I thought Brad Pitt calling Bruce Lee Cato was actually a racist kind of slur and he was referring to the Pink Panther Kato, but I could be wrong, I don't know. No, so what at least uh, the well-informed journalists who write reviews have said is that it is true that that scene is shot on the set of Green Hornet where Bruce Lee is playing his character in Green Hornet and he's dressed in the outfit that he wears on Green Green Hornet. And uh, so... What he's calling him is the name that Bruce Lee has in Green Hornet. That that's was the why character he keeps. Played. Yeah, that's. So it's a coincidence that the character in Pink Panther was also Kato, and this is also Kato. But this is like it's a little different. Kota. It's this Kota. is Kota. Oh, so so I don't Kato. know whether we are remembering incorrectly because even I okay. remember him saying Kato. Yeah, I think it is Kato. But Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio are just so, so good in this I mean, film. And the thing is that, you know, only a actor with that kind of confidence would do a role like this, which could, let's say, will I get diminished? Especially, I highly recommend this um, podcast, which I've tweeted out earlier. Hmm. Uh, it's uh, from the NPR series, The Indicator, the delegate macho movie brand. So, you know, actors like Vin Diesel, Dwayne Johnson, which is The Rock, and hmm. this Jason Statham, who's in this film called The Meg, which I have a little thing to say about. The shark film? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you the watched shark. the shark film? It was last night. It was coming. I couldn't sleep. So I've just watched some of it. But I'll tell you the... So the <laughs> I thing don't is, even know what to say. So, um, uh, you know, these guys have in their contract that they can't be punched like more times than they punch the bad guy. Huh. They can't be made... And they play the same role every time. And especially it's a, it's sad that Jason Statham, he was a good actor because he's done that... Uh, the Snatch or Lockstock, one of them mm-hmm. he's done. So they just play that role that they have to be tough. They can't yeah. come out looking bad. And... There's such shit films. He's fucking Baywatch. Fast and, and the Furious. He's even in, those, yeah. Huh. Those are just so bad. And this, and then you see people like Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio who can do roles that can make them look bad, pathetic, weak, but yet are so fucking powerful. 
No, and they both Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio are stars of the same caliber. Mm. Basically, that you are not insecure about the fact that the other person is of the same. It's not like Al Pacino's in this film also. We're doing such a small role. Yeah, mm. and no, and it's not like Leonardo DiCaprio will think that oh, Al Pacino's there, then I look bad. It's a different role. He's mm. not on an equal footing with Al Pacino in this. Over here, both of them are on equal footing. and it is just like you should watch it to see what acting is also all about yeah very yeah, good watch watch coming this from film a thespian sure. yeah so uh, finally the euphoria has released a new music video vande mataram one life one goal one dream one vision one heart one soul one people one nation come on come on make her proud again no I quite, I think the song is catchy. I I you know so bad. It's really? not funny. Okay. He's screaming and shouting Dr. Polash Sen. Is who, he related to Rajshree Sen? No, because okay. in our family we don't sing and dance for a living. Clearly. Because when you tried five people died and then No, I'm a very good singer, but I'm so good that I people don't die want when you sing, to sing and make others look bad. So uh I just think this right now the see dhum pichak dhum when it came out it was a really original indian sound no indian band had come out yeah. with some such a authentic indian sound and made it big after that you know euphoria kind of went into oblivion uh, and they you know every now and then they come up with an album which doesn't necessarily do that well i think right now everyone started cashing on the whole um you patriotic thing that yeah. meri vande mataram india is great so they have also done that but i like the sound of this song it it it's just it has a melody anyway it's because abhinandan's led a very sheltered life and yo yo honey singh is his idea of good music so compared to that this is definitely good but i've always felt that polarson it doesn't hit the right keys so the music you should be sure but speaking you know i was talking about the meg i was hmm. noticing one thing on these disaster <laughs> yes, films yes so you're talking about the meg so you know where these rather. films like disaster films like the meg or you know night at the museum where someone's killing or the alligator or this anaconda type films the characters are very strong in the sense that in? like in one scene like they've lost a father strong. no 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 emotionally they're very strong because okay, in sorry. one scene like someone's father's died or a lover's died or wife huh. or child's died and in the next scene they are doing nan matakka with someone else or they crack a joke or you know they yeah, are they saying yeah hey, we got life. the shark and they're celebrating giving each other high fives and i'm like like two scenes ago your fucking father died like how can you be laughing cuz you there's a shark in the water but so these kind of you know ability to laugh in the in the face of such such adversity of these disaster film this characters this is what you got from the these i was films. amazed like like i this girl lost her grandfather now she's laughing he's doing she's doing nan matakka and saying where are we nan going nan matakka is what nan matakka is uh, doesn't matter i fucking i i, I fucking <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> 
sorry. Oh dear God. You're just is pitched. that what it You're is? You're the pits. Doesn't matter, huh? Ashri. Then we're like, na na ladgai hai to man ma ma kaka I just said it in a crude way. No, it's just you know you you draw connection. It's not I fucking like what the fuck is I fucking anyway? <laughs> you don't know what I fucking is. That's like something Charles Manson is. would do to a fucking is, corpse. No, which I he's gouged out. Just no, please, you're fucking is, it all up. You're fucking the beauty. When you're on, when you're putting your bio on uh, this thing, Bumble, hmm. okay, Cupid, hmm. say like I like to I fuck. You'll get chicks like this. Okay, Raj, she said. So moving on. So anyway, <laughs> so, so that's have you I seen thought. this film? I was looking for the name. Have you seen this film? Because if you watch the Meg, this is the same category of cinema hmm. called Lake Placid, where there's a man-eating giant yes, crocodile. Yes, I've told you earlier. I watched it, and a new version has also come out, and I watched that also. Then why do you refuse to watch horror films with me? This is far trashier than the horror films I ask because you to I watch. Because I don't go to a fucking cinema to watch these. You know, on a Sunday night when there's nothing to do, I I can't sleep at night. I turn on star movies. That, and you watch Lake Placid like and The Meg. Yeah, you don't watch. You, you don't sit through such films like from beginning to end. You just like watch a bit and say like, okay, fine now. You that's... say okay, crocodiles killed four people. Chalo, now I know so what ja. will happen. Haan. Okay, just no, you expect to... me to. You know, fight traffic. Go find parking in a mall. Fucking pay hundred bucks for parking. Yeah, watch Mama. Go up and then watch something that you want to like <laughs> gouge your eye out and fucking <laughs> you know blind yourself after watching. Why would I do that? I don't know. For the sake of this podcast, for the sake of friendship, I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> let's see our listeners. For the sake of this podcast, do send in your critique and feedback to contact at newslaundry dot com. I repeat. Send us your critique and feedback to contact at newslaundry.com. Please put awful and awesome or ANA in the subject line. If you have any abuse, you can leave it on Rajshree's Twitter timeline. It goes by Brown Sahiba predictably because she's a Brown Sahiba. <laughs> and if you have anything nice to say, you can leave it on my Desi timeline. Yes, of course. Also, do subscribe and pay to keep news free. Go to newslaundry.com on the top right-hand corner. Press subscribe. So that we don't have to depend on advertisers, because we don't take advertisements. Because when the public pays, the public is served. On that note, Rajshree Sen is traveling next week. Yes, she is. So Abhinandan will be doing a dipstick study of dating sites for one week, and he will report back to us next week when we record. If I haven't been killed, or if you haven't got married by then. Why, my wife won't let me record a podcast. No, they are. Listen, these are people who are on. If like look, these. if I'm on Go Cupid, I do what Go I like. Go Cupid, if you're on, you'll be doing what you like because there is no site called Go no, we, Cupid. We just did something. No, on, what was it? Okay Cupid. Okay Cupid. So if I'm on Okay Cupid, <laughs> because like the tagline says, we do what we want. So if I want to record a podcast, and if I met you on Okay Cupid, then, then you... she'll also want to record the podcast because that's why the algorithm will also match. Okay, Rajshri Sen, enough nonsense. <laughs> so because Rajshri Sen isn't here next week, we won't be airing a new podcast next week you can re-listen to this one and wonder why you put yourself through such misery and welcome to my life uh, we won't be airing our views or the podcast next week did you get that no no i did but you air stuff when you broadcast if you're on television we go online so it's not airing okay whatever you only said airing i did yeah fool <laughs> stupid <laughs> Okay, on that note, <laughs> I hope you all are pleased with the very compact 360 degree podcast that we have done this time. Beauty. We have online, film, ad campaign, music video. 
everything everything in one show so give us a humor. high rating yeah give us and high rating no high rating you're asking for just subscribe to news laundry that's the least that you could do choose the 1500 and above bracket that's also the least that you could do don't be cheap it's the end of the year so subscribe to news end of? 2019 august august is so four months are left you know that she said yeah, four i months left. You're just so yeah. you make such little sense it's phenomenal but people love me they don't listen because of you una they listen because of me anyway subscribe to news laundry you're cutting into my public service as announcement and uh, thank you mr sekri thank you ms sen it's a wrap all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.